to another episode of Impact Today. This is my lovely wife, Victoria. My name's Mark. We are evangelists and teachers of the Word of God, and we are happy that you joined us today because we believe that the Word of God has power to change you and transform your life. Amen. Every area of your mm-hmm. life. And that's why we, we do our best to teach the Word on this show, Impact Today. We want to encourage you to go to our website, globalimpactministries.com. There you can find actually all the episodes that we've ever recorded, archived. You can find them. You can watch them and learn and feed your faith. As one man used to say, feed your faith and starve your doubts to death. When your heart is full of the word and your mouth is speaking the word, things change in our lives. Amen. Today, we are going to be talking about the miracle of Jesus walking on the water, Mm. but not just Jesus. Peter walked on the water with him. Very, very fascinating story, isn't it, Victoria? It is. Praise God. You know, most of the miracle stories that we have taught about have been miracles of healing. Mm -hmm. But there's so many miracles in the life of Jesus that are about provision. Mm -hmm. And really, what would you classify this miracle as? Transportation, miracle of transportation. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's like, in a class, it's like in a class all by itself. Yeah, yeah. Really, but it's a very cool story. Yeah. I love this story, and there's a lot in there, but I'm just going to read it. Uh, it's found in Matthew chapter 14. If you can grab a Bible and follow along, that would be great. Uh, Matthew is the first book in the New Testament. Matthew chapter 14, we're going to start in verse 22. Immediately, Jesus made his disciples get into the boat and go before him to the other side, while he sent the multitudes away. And when he had sent the multitudes away, he went up on the mountain by himself to pray. Now when evening came, he was alone there, but the boat was now in the middle of the sea, tossed by the waves, for the wind was contrary. Now, in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went to them, walking on the sea. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It is a ghost! And they cried out for fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them, saying, Be of good cheer, it is I, do not be afraid. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. So he said, Come. And when Peter had come down out of the boat, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. But when he saw that the wind was boisterous, he was afraid and beginning to sink, he cried out saying, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched out his hand and caught him and said to him, Oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? And when they got into the boat, the wind ceased. Then those who were in the boat came and worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. Glory to God. As if they just realized it, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> After everything that they've been through with him, yeah. they're like, Truly, you are the Son of God. Because they never seen anyone walk on water. No, no. There's so much in this story. You know, even yeah. as I read it, like it just moves my heart 
uh, so much mm -hmm. just to envision it. Yeah. Um, you know, even this part where it says that when Peter had come down out of the boat, mm -hmm. I mean, that's a whole different picture than what I've seen in my, you know, Sunday school books. Mm -hmm. You kind of see this little rowboat and Peter mm -hmm. just like stepping mm -hmm. over the edge onto the water. But they said he came down out of the boat. That means this was a big boat yeah if you have to come down out of a boat you're climbing over the edge mm -hmm. and you're climbing down the side mm -hmm. turning around like it's a process yeah and what's going through his mind yeah jesus told me to come <laughs> and then all the other guys in the boat mm -hmm. what are they doing are they cheering them on? Are they holding their breath? Are they like, oh my goodness, Peter's crazy. Yeah, who knows? The <laughs> Bible doesn't awesome. give us detail. Yeah. But one thing is for certain, we like to really emphasize this fact. When you read these miracles, do not lose sight of the fact that they are actual miracles that happened in the ministry of Jesus. Right. Sometimes people write songs, uh, and they make the stories. Now, the people who are writing these songs, they don't deny that these were actual miracles. They don't deny that. But they write the song from a standpoint of symbolism. Yes, because of the circumstances you know, we're in. You know, you calmed the wind and the waves in yeah. my storm, and you helped me walk on the water. Right, yeah. And it's not literal. Right. It's just symbolism for the storms of life. However, which is okay. Absolutely. But this actually happened. That's right. <laughs> they were literally three to four miles off the coast in the middle of the night. No, Jesus was on a literal mountain mm -hmm. praying during the night. They're, they're rowing about three or four miles off the coast, according to John's account of this. And uh, they're struggling because the wind is very strong and it's mm -hmm. causing uh, strong waves. And uh, they're struggling. And so Jesus sees them in the spirit struggling. He comes down from the mountain. He, get, he, he walks right off the coast, right onto the water. And he's, as he's approaching them, the Bible says actually in other accounts that he would have walked right by them, but they saw him and they started exclaiming out loud, oh no, it's a ghost. Very interesting, very interesting. And Jesus says, take courage, it is I, do not be afraid. Now why would he walk right past them? I have no idea. Did well, he see them? I don't know. Um, I love that he wasn't there with him with them mm -hmm. but he saw them struggling mm -hmm. and what does he do he goes to them mm -hmm. that's amazing to me yeah i mean we don't know if they were calling out for him mm -hmm. if they were calling out for him he was too far away to hear it mm -hmm. but i just love that the holy spirit showed him them struggling mm -hmm. and his reaction to that is i'm gonna go to them amen i think he does the same for us he does <laughs> hallelujah he is always near hallelujah praise god he said i'll never leave you i will never, never forsake, forsake you. you hebrews 13 says um <clears throat> 
For he has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you, so that we may boldly say, The Lord Lord is my my helper. helper. I will not fear. What can man do to me? Here, notice Jesus, he approaches them. He says, take courage. One translation says, stay calm. Another translation says, be of good cheer. It, (laughs) It is I. Don't be afraid. Stay calm. Yeah. Wow. Amen. What version is that? Do you know? I don't remember. I wouldn't have liked it if Jesus said that. I don't like it when people tell me to stay calm. I'd rather he say, do not be afraid. Yeah. Praise God. But he said it. He said something to that effect. It's all related. Staying calm, being of good cheer. Yes. Don't be afraid. And But the point we really want to point out here is that it was a real miracle. Mm. Jesus walked on water and we find later Peter walking on the water to Jesus. It's not an allegory. Now, there's a good chance you'll never need to walk on the water. Right. However, you will need miracles. If you're going to fulfill the plan of God for your life, you're going to need miracles. And so you can take this story and learn the principles of faith from it and personalize it for you. Internalize it for you and for your circumstance, because the principles of faith apply, or the laws of faith apply to every area of our life. Mm. And they're very, very evident in this story. It's very powerful. Okay, so Jesus, he's walking on the water around uh, three o'clock in the morning, approximately three or four miles off the shore. They see him. They think it's a ghost. He says, don't, calm down. Calm down. <laughs> don't, be, don't be afraid. It's I. Um, and Peter, he says, Lord, if it's you, command me to come. Now, this is very powerful. <laughs> Jesus says, come. Imagine. <laughs> Jesus, he, I mean, he didn't say, what are you, what are you talking about, Peter? I can only do, I'm the only one who can do this. I'm God. You, you're, you have too much ego about you, you know? <laughs> who knows what people would have thought. Or even, like, why would you walk on the water? What's the purpose in that? Right. I'm on my way to the boat. Just stay there. Yeah, yeah. Instead, Jesus says, come. Now listen, this is very important that you get this. The will of God is always revealed in the Word of God. Mm -hmm. We never decide or determine what the will of God is by positive or negative outcomes. Right. You know, some people have this mindset, I'm going to pray, and if God answers my prayer, it must have been His will. But if He doesn't answer my prayer, then it wasn't His will. That's not in the Bible. Okay, how do we know what the will of God is? By what he says. God declares his will. And in this situation here, Jesus said to Peter, come. That was the will of the Father. Mm. Because Jesus said, I only do what I hear my Father say. I only say what I hear my Father say. Jesus heard from the Father, come. And he says to Peter, come. 
And Peter got out of the boat and began to go to Jesus. Right. Hallelujah. Now, an interesting verse of scripture that it came to mind as I was studying this story is found in Hebrews 11, verse 3. It says this, By faith we understand that the universe was created by God's command. Mm. Did you hear that? By faith, or you could say it like this, we understand that the universe was created through faith by God's command. So that what is seen has been made from things that are not visible. And those things that are not visible are the words of God. Yes. So that's so interesting because that means like this table, mm -hmm. we would say it's made out of wood, mm -hmm. but it's actually made out of faith. Yes. <laughs> it's Amen. It's made from God speaking. Things, plural, things mm -hmm. not seen. So that would be the faith of God, the love of God, right. the wisdom and the knowledge of God. The hope of God, all these spiritual forces, but notice they were released through His Word. God's power, God's faith, God's wisdom, God's knowledge released through His Word. And the universe came into being. The successive ages of time came into being by the command of God. Now, what does that have to do with this story here? Jesus released that same word when he said, come. You could say it like this. Peter didn't walk on the water. He walked on the word of Jesus. Mm. That creative, powerful word sustained Peter's steps as Peter kept his focus on that word. Hallelujah. So good. Glory to God. And so you like we've been talking about in previous episodes about hearing from heaven. For you to have a miracle in your life, you need to hear from God. And the two biggest ways you're going to hear from God is through His holy written word as you read it and you meditate on it. And the Holy Spirit, the teacher, takes a verse and just makes it come alive in your heart and speaks to you through that verse of Scripture. Or... He just speaks directly into your spirit. He leads you. He guides you. You know, I think I see a connection too here between a relationship with the one who's saying it mm -hmm. and what he's saying. Yeah. You see what I mean? Absolutely. You know, what if um, there was some extra guy in the boat mm -hmm. who hadn't spent any time with Jesus and Jesus told him to come? Right. Well, he may have gotten no response mm -hmm. because that guy doesn't know Jesus. So um, I just remember when I first started hear hearing teaching on faith, I would devour the word of God looking for scriptures that pertained to the things that I wanted. Mm -hmm. Right. But there was more of a uh, connection made as I just spent time with the Lord, in a general sense, Amen. getting to know Him. Yes. Like you have to know the person mm -hmm. who's telling you this. Yes. You know, if you were to say something to me, mm -hmm. Victoria, um, I'm buying plane tickets and we're going to such and such a place. 
Mm-hmm. Well, I would start packing my bags and making arrangements mm-hmm. for someone to watch the dog. Mm-hmm. Because I know you, right? And I know you told me we're gonna go do this. Well, if some random stranger that I don't even know mm-hmm. said the same thing to me, I'd probably just look at him and walk away, right? And so Peter has spent time with Jesus. Mm-hmm. He knows Jesus, mm-hmm. and so I'm just really seeing a connection here. Um, yes, we have to know what God's word says, but we have to know Him. You know, Jesus said in John chapter 10, I am the good shepherd. And he said this, my sheep know my voice. Now, I heard this recently. Sheep were never taught to know the voice of their shepherd. Sheep knew the voice of the shepherds of the, you know, in that time frame. Or even now, they're shepherds, you know, and who have sheep. Sheep they know the voice of their shepherd, not because they're taught to, but because they spend time with that shepherd. It's so good. Think about it. Sheep, they're not like they're going, oh, I hope I can know the voice of my shepherd. Mm -hmm. Oh, I hope I can recognize his voice. Right. Oh, I've got to learn his voice. Mm -hmm. Oh, sheep don't do that. Right. The shepherd is speaking. Yeah. They're there. And so they know his voice. They will not follow the voice of a stranger. Why? They don't know that voice because they're not spending time with that stranger. That's so good. But they know the voice of their shepherd because they're with that shepherd all the time. That's so good. And a lot of people who are watching this, you are familiar with goats mm-hmm. and sheep. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't see this myself, but a good friend of mine told me about this um, because we used to live in India Mm -hmm. and there were shepherds everywhere. Mm -hmm. Um, And so this friend of ours told a story of how he saw two shepherds and their sheep approaching the same road and they crossed the road and the sheep all got intertwined with each other Mm -hmm. and they didn't even like the guy my our friend who was watching it was concerned Mm -hmm. like oh my goodness these sheep are going to get all mixed up who's going to sort all these sheep out and he sat there and watched as the sheep filled the road and it got all mixed together but the shepherds just kept walking a little ways past the road and as soon as they were clear of the road they turn around and they talked they called And the sheep immediately separated from each other and went straight to their shepherds and went on their merry way. That's amazing. Sheep know their shepherd's voice and we know the voice of the Lord. Amen. Amen. If Jesus Christ has become your Lord. Yeah. Psalm 23 verse 1 says, The The Lord Lord is my shepherd. If Jesus is your Lord, he's your shepherd. Now, it's not as automatic as with sheep and a shepherd because you can choose not to spend time with that's your shepherd. That's right, that's right. But if you choose to spend time with your shepherd by being in his holy written word and worshiping him, and worshiping him, spending time with him, being still before him, putting your mind upon him, you will become aware of him. Really, just acknowledging him. Mm-hmm. You know the that scripture, I think, in Psalms, or is it Proverbs? Proverbs 3. Um, Trust in the Lord yeah. with all your heart. Lean, Lean not, not in your to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him. Mm-hmm. And what happens? He shall direct your, your paths. paths, just like a sheep. Mm-hmm. 
in all your ways acknowledge him that means in the journey of life along the way mm -hmm. acknowledge him throughout the day it doesn't necessarily mean as you're going about your business you're going to fall on your knees and start worshiping God and praying or whatever, although, you know, you need to do that. Mm -hmm. But throughout the day, you're acknowledging him. How does that happen? It happens on the inside because he lives in you and you're and you touch base. Hallelujah. You know, you touch base with him. I remember when our kids all started driving mm -hmm. and it, I'd say, check in with me, check in with me, just so I know mm -hmm. where you are and what you're doing. Check in with him. Mm -hmm. You know, he's right there with you, but he wants us to acknowledge him in all our ways. And then what happens? Our, we'll be directed mm -hmm. just like a sheep follows yeah. his shepherd. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So let me ask you a question. Is Jesus your good shepherd? Mm. Mm. Do you know him? Yes. How do you know him? You spend time with him. But before you can ever spend time with him, you have to make him the Lord of of your life. Amen. Praise God. He made it possible for that. You know, Jesus Christ, we were all separated from God, but He left heaven, came to this earth, and He went to the cross as a substitute. He became the Lamb of God. Mm. He was crucified. His blood was shed for the remission of our sins so you and I could be reconciled to the heavenly father with our sins canceled jesus did it amen. amen he made a way so that he could become our lord and he's a good lord he's a good shepherd he's a wonderful savior if you've never accepted jesus christ i want to encourage you to do it today mm -hmm. now after he died the bible says he rose again in order to make us righteous and the Bible says, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart, that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Yes. So I'm going to encourage you to stop what you're doing right now. Put your mind on the Lord. Mm -hmm. Put your hand on your heart or lift your hand as an act of surrender and say this after me. Say, dear God in heaven, dear God in heaven, I acknowledge, I acknowledge, I'm a sinner, I am a sinner, and I need a savior, and I need a savior. I believe, I believe, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ, is your son, is your son. I believe, I believe, He died on the cross, He died on the cross for my sin, for my sin. Dear Jesus, Dear Jesus, I confess you I confess as you Lord of my life. Lord of my life. Become my shepherd. Become my shepherd. My good shepherd. My good shepherd. Come into my heart. Come into my heart. Be my savior. Be my savior. I repent of my sins. I repent of my sins. I receive your forgiveness. I receive your forgiveness. And I thank you. And I thank you you save me now. You save me now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. name. Praise God. Amen. My friend, if you did that for the very first time, I want to encourage you. Number one, I announce to you, your sins are forgiven you Amen. in Jesus' name. Number two, call the number on your screen and talk to someone on the phone. Let them know what God is doing in your life. Yes. Tell them that you've just given your heart to Jesus Christ. Praise God. They will pray with you. If you have any prayer requests, they will pray with you. We are happy that you have accepted Jesus Christ today. Now, we're going to come back next week and we're going to talk about this again. But notice the first thing we talked about, you have to hear the word of the Lord. 
spend time with him.